Get out the insurance cards, get out the co-pays. The office is open, my friends, as this video is brought to you by DrRoto.com. Oh, my friends, welcome to a very special edition of In the Cup, brought to you by DrRoto.com, your daily prescription of fantasy sports. I am Johnny Danger. With me in the opposite corner, Mr. Adam White. How are you, sir? Fantastic. It's good to have a nice group here. How about yourself? Yeah. How are you doing? We got a proper foursome. I dig it. Al White, welcome back. Two weeks in a row. Thanks for having me. Three weeks in a row. Three weeks in a row. And newcomer to the show, Mr. Matt Rumack. How are you? Johnny, thanks for having me. Great to be here. I absolutely love it. Let me tell you, um, we have had some fun over the last few weeks at Dr. Roto. If you are a premium subscriber and you are reading the articles by these three gentlemen, you have been winning. Let me tell you, uh, Mr. Al, he hit three winners in a row. Sadly, not last week, though. Do you know who, who hit the winner last week? Do you know? <clears throat> Uh, yeah, I do. I'm making a call right now. The winner of this tournament at 8,200 on DraftKings. Tony Finau is going to come out and crush this field. He's going to make a statement in the FedEx, baby. That's what I'm talking about right there. So you let us down, my man, but I carried the slack for you. Yeah, did you see my face there? Like, after you said Tony Finau, I was like, <laughs> nah, it's just not happening. Sure enough. I mean, congrats, man. Hats hey, off. I appreciate Hats it. Off. I appreciate wonderful, it. Appreciate wonderful it. pick. But I tell you what, you need more than the winner, right? Because I had Fino in my lineup, but I had four missed cut guys. So we won't talk about that. Uh, you know who didn't miss the cut? Literally everybody Matt Rumack said to play last week. Uh, you got nine of ten through in your article, sir. Except the most expensive player, Colin Morcala. Naturally, right? Hopefully people were like me and were fading the top. I wish I had known. Now they're talking that he had a back injury that no one knew about. So, of course, now we do. So everyone's going to be fading him. It probably makes sense to take him this week. What we wish we would have known. And Adam, man, you have been so spot on on those deep value picks, dude. You've been crushing those. Is this where we're at, though, where we're like we're getting late injury news on golfers? Like <laughs> We don't expect this for PGA DFS, but here we are, I guess. Um yeah, no, the value picks have been have been very much paying off. So if we can combine Coach White's, you know, picks, uh, Rumex picks, Danger, your uh, one off last week, I still think it's a fluke. But I mean, we'll see what happens. Uh, we might have something here if we can put it all together. So and maybe some subscriber made the perfect cocktail between us, right? Yeah, right, like right, right. And uh, if you don't catch our articles, place. and then you don't catch our, um, you know winning picks you can always become a member at drrodo.com check out the premium members only discord we will answer your golf questions get in there ask us we'll give you an answer so i dig it all right buddy well enough about my amazing immaculate beautiful call last week adam what can you tell us about the second leg of the fedex championship honestly about as much as anybody can it's the first time at this golf course we're at caves valley down in maryland um it's a 7,500 plus yard par 72. Uh, as we were talking about pre-show with Coach White, we got four par fives between 550 and 600. And we've got some long par fours as well. Only three par fours that are under 430 yards and some fairly long par threes. So, I mean, 
everyone is just guessing this week. We can we can kind of take a look at some course comps and see where we think, um, you know, the the yardages comparable to other courses are going to play out as far as the par fours. But overall, it's it's a guess. So that usually, as you probably know, danger leads me to course form. Um, I'd love to be able to describe in beautiful detail the the golf course itself, but we haven't seen it before. I've never played it. So I can't really give you much more than anybody else. What we do know, though, is we have four par fives. So we can look at par five scoring. And we have three par threes between 220 and 230. So looking at holes in that proximity makes a lot of sense to me. I like it. Anything to add to that, Coach White? No, I mean, nail it. There's not really much to go off this week. So hopefully uh, people buy a narrative and ownerships are high on certain golfers and we can find our leverage elsewhere. I like it. All right, Matt, we're going to give you the kickoff. All right. So we're going to take a look straight at the top of this. I'm going to tell you, we put a little uh, model together with some of our favorite stats. And, um, you know, no surprise, the way that I build my models, uh, John Rahm comes out number one. And as I said last week, number one in my model, number one in my heart, he's still there. What do you think of this top range here of the 10K and up, Mr. Rumek? Um, I just generally fade the top price because it's so, I mean, I'm, because I'm, I'm a gambler, I'm trying to win that million dollars. Like John Rahm obviously could have cast you a lot of money getting that, that, uh, third place finish last week, but, uh, I just generally fade someone that's 11,500 plus to, uh, round out my lineup a little better. I'm not going to hate on you if you want to go with him. Uh, there's a good chance he wins every single week. He's the best sure. player in the world by like a lot. So um, the guys I went with in that 10K range uh, in my article were Justin Thomas and DJ. JT, I'm loving the form. He was putting great last week. Uh, I think that's what's been missing all year since the Players' Championship. And DJ is a bit of a flyer. He hasn't been playing great, but he'll have low ownership. And it, with him, it doesn't matter. Last year, he shot 280s before going and shooting 30 under at the uh, Northern Trust. So I'm just kind of, you know, a bit of hoping there, but he's still DJ and I think he's going to be low owned and you get him for a, a bargain price for him at 10,400, I think. Yep. 10-4. Uh, so, you know, I, uh, I don't know if you watched the last two shows, but you know, these guys were kind of on speed last week and I was like, mm -mm, not good in my model. Don't like speed the week before. Everybody was on Mr. Wolf, and I was like, mm, no, 30th in the model, no good. My model doesn't let me down. What my model says is Justin Thomas finishes out of the top 15. So I think I got to fade him. Other than that, man, yeah, I'm with you. Mr. White, what do you think? Oh, I, there's two of you. So Mr. White, Coach White, Mr. White. Coach, White's, Coach White's there. I'll, I'll right. be Mr. White. I like it. Uh, you know, honestly, I was I was very heavy on Jordan. Uh, I'm sorry, on Justin Thomas before you just pointed out that our model doesn't love him. Um, however, I think I'm going to stick with it. It's very hard to go against Rom right now because he's finishing top ten and damn near top five like every event. But uh, you know, as as we were talking about, if you want to win big money, you can't just go with the public. So. I'm going to go with JT up top, and I like Brooks to bounce back as well. At uh, I believe he's at ten two this week. All right, Coach White. Uh, it's Ron for me. I 
going right back to the well. I mean, top three, even, I mean, he was second, even in DraftKings scoring. He's first in my model. There's nothing really not to like there. He would have been top five in his last five tournaments had he not had to withdraw for COVID. So, I mean, there's just no better golfer in the world right now. Uh, JT would be second. I don't care if the model doesn't like him. The model doesn't like him because his birdies are better gained. They're probably really bad in your model. And that's because his putting wasn't good. But as Matt said, he was making some putts last week. So I feel if he can get that putter rolling again, those, that birdie or better gained is going to fly up the radar. And he's going to be top 15 in your model next week. All right. I dig it. Well, I am on John Rahm. I think that Magic Mr. White down in the corner there uh, has been so spot on in his value plays. I trust you to be able to get me to pay up to John Rahm. I don't like anybody else in the top 10K range. Colin Morikawa comes out number two, Spieth number three, Xander number four. It's very top heavy in the model. I just can't get them all in there. So if I got to concentrate on one and, you know, I'll probably only do three lineups. So uh, John Rahm's the guy for me. Let's get down into the next range. We'll take a look at the guys in the 9,000 range. We've got my man, Tony Finau at the top at 9,800 down to Daniel Berger at 9,000 flat. Normally I'm a big Louie fan, but the model hates Louie. Normally I would stick right to it, right, Adam? We'd go right to Louie and we'd start right there. Uh, Cam Smith just below him on fire as all Camerons always are. What do you think here, Adam? Obviously I respect the model, but what model that values ball striking, like off the tee approach, what model is hating on Louie? I don't understand it. Where, where, how far down is he in the model? 28. That's not good. 28. Yeah. I mean, that's damn, that's middle that's of the not pack. Good for okay. an almost 10 K play. No. Um, I mean, obviously you got Cam Smith who's been on fire. 10th, 5th, and 2nd in his last three events, which is just insane. That tee shot in the playoff was not not good. Um, I appreciated it. Yeah, as a Tony Fino uh, backer, I'm sure you did. I but the guy, 35 to 1. Yeah, the guy that I'm going back to <laughs> in this 9K range is uh, someone I still have faith in in being very solid during the, the FedEx Cup playoffs, and that's Daniel Berger. Very solid all-around game. Um, he's kind of the guy that I'm targeting there at the bottom of the 9K range. And outside of that, I like the way that Cantlay's form is trending, and I think he's going to be excited to play in, um, in the Ryder Cup coming up, and I think he's he's going to really want to focus on getting some good form going. So I also like him at 9,200. But other than that, I mean, not a lot that I'm really gravitating towards here. Louie's not good in the model, and Bryson – He's just too volatile, and you, you got to think that, uh, you know, the fans that are kind of getting to him recently, are that's not going to stop. Like, he's he's obviously yeah. rattled, and I expect that to continue. I can see that, man. Uh, you and the model are not getting along this week, buddy. So uh, we might just have to compare notes after all of the points have been scored. I like it. Okay, I, like, I, like, I, like, I like Young Hove, man. Victor Hovland's my guy here. Coach White, yeah. what do you think? This is so with me going with Rom, it's really tough for me to pay for this price range. I've kind of bypassed it. Um, obviously, Bryson's getting a lot of talk this week. I, I do like Berger, he gained almost six strokes through approach last week, but he lost six strokes on the green. He pretty much broke even between the two putting and approach. So, if he can figure out how to put a little bit better, I, I think Berger at 9k is a solid value. Outside of that, I, I'm pretty much going to be rocking that high 11 range and moving down to the 8Ks. So I'll pass. Uh, Mac, you got anything? 
Uh, in my article, the only one that fell in the 9K range was Bryson. And I think there's an unwritten rule somewhere that says if there are four part fives, you have to play Bryson. So. <laughs> I think that's a written rule, man. I see that on, uh, you know, uh, uh, yeah. bathroom stalls all the time. Five par fives, play Bryson. So but, I mean, the guy had 25 birdies last week. There's a lot more trouble at Liberty, I think, than this course. So, like, he can get away with some more wayward drives and, and approaches. I don't think he'll be punished as much. He's not going to give back as many of those birdies and have a similar amount. He's number five in the model. Well, let's keep plugging along. Let's get into that 8K range. We got a perennial favorite on this show, Scotty Scheffler leading that off at 8,900. Of course, my boy Webb Simpson, who's been playing very, very well. Uh, darling Sam Burns that uh, Adam begged me to play last week, and I did, and him and Finau were the only two that made the cut on my squad last week, so that wasn't so good. But uh, uh, let's see. Let's start with uh, Coach White. What do you got here in the 8K range? I'm going back to Hideki. I told you he's going to win the playoffs. He had a very poor outing last week, but he lost three strokes through approach. The last time that he's lost strokes through approach in back-to-back tournaments dates back to 2018. So if things get right, which Hideki will, the approach shots will be on. He gained strokes with his putter last week. So if he can marry those two, I'm high on Hideki once again. I dig it. Mr. Rumek. 8K range. In my article, I have Corey Connors. Um, he's kind of uh, like Scheffler and answer. Like we just want to be, I guess he has a win already, but so we all want to be on him when he gets that big win, you know? Um, I just love the way he strikes the ball. And I think that he's going to hopefully putt a little better this week. He, he gained in two out of four of the rounds, which is pretty good for him last week. So he's hot. I tell you, I, uh, I love Coco so much. But I also have these like gut feelings about him, and I feel like the pressure is going to get him this week. So I am full stop on Corey Connors myself. Adam White, what do you think? What pressure on Coco exactly? Nah, man, too big, too big, man. He's, he's not a playoff winner guy. Nah, the top ten to be a you know really solid contributor. He doesn't have to win. I'd like him to, but it's called the Johnny Danger gut feeling, and it's it's just it's rising up in there. It's rising up. Oh, yeah, I had the gut feeling that he was going to come up big this week. So <laughs> I have him in, in a lot of lineups. I like it. Your guts have always like hated it. Canadian, Canadian. Well, I got I got sport. one winner in four missed cuts, and Rumac literally picked everybody who made the cut. So you probably should trust him and not me. Just saying. Uh, Adam, what do you like in this 8K range here? Yeah, I, I can't I can't jump on with, with Coach White on Hideki, but I, I do like the way he's trending this week. Um, the guy that I like for a bounce back is is Paul Casey. Uh, he's up there at eighty two hundred bucks, and then I I got to go back to the well, man. Sam Burns has been treating me well all year. Been very high on the Aussie since since day one, and uh, yeah, I think it's another week where he contends and and puts together a good week. So those are my two guys in the AK range. You know what I really like here, guys, is that we all have like very different approaches here. Um, you know, you guys have like experience and analytics and like winning records. And I made one call once and paid for my own boost on Facebook ads for it. So, you know, I, I feel like we all bring something to the table. I like that. I wish that uh, we all had our own promo code and that we could argue every week about no use promo code danger. No use promo code Rumac. I feel like it'd be entertaining at some point. But anyways, I digress. Let's move on to the 7K range. 
I just wanted to congratulate you on that hit because, like, it wasn't just calling a winner. It was calling a winner that not a single person, I don't think, anywhere called. So, yeah. It's that gut feeling. It's like, earlier. it's like last year when I called Adam Scott and then Adam talked me out of playing him in the one and done. And then he won. And then well, Adam revealed that he played him in the one and done. <laughs> That's I'll never let you forget that. You weren't That's picking him to win. You were just liking him on DraftKings, and then eventually well, I was like, like you know, I kind no, of No, like I said I'm going to play him in the one and done, and you said no. And then you oh, yeah, okay, fair dirty, enough. Dirty pool. We're moving on. Rumac, take us into the 7K range. Here's the meat and potatoes. Here's the guys that you need to hit that you can uh, get to pay up for the other guys. Um, I've got a few favorites down here. Of course, my boy Charlie Hoffman right at the bottom. He rates number six in my model. He's my guy. He's my top 10. I don't know what that buzzer was, but I mean, uh, it probably means you agree with me. So I'm going to go with that. Um, I didn't put Charlie Hoffman in my article, but he's in a bunch of lineups of mine. So I'm definitely with you there. In my article, I went with uh, Keegan Bradley and Brian Harmon. All right. Brian Harmon came in last last week, but I am not too worried about that. I think he was just trying to get out of New Jersey after sitting there in last place for two and a half days. He just <laughs> wanted to get that last round done with. Um, surprisingly, he's top 10 in the PGA Tour in par five scoring. You would, you would think a five foot six guy would, would be doing that, but he is. So I'm big on him for that reason. And um, I think he plays pretty well. He's playing pretty well in the majors this year, at least the stronger field events. So I think he'll, he'll come out. Coach White, what you got here? Uh, I like Russell Henley. Uh, He was the second worst putter last week behind Paul Casey. He lost over six strokes on the greens, and he's just not that bad of a putter and gained over six strokes through approach. I mean, his approach he's gained in the last seven of eight events, um, and each of those events, he has some events where he's gained over seven strokes. That's just – that's incredible ball striking. I think this course is – going to be kind of an all-around game. So he's he's known to put the ball in the fairway, so he'll avoid the water. I think with his approach, he can avoid the bunkers around the greens. And as long as he doesn't lose six strokes on the greens and a no-cut event, he's going to put up some birdies. I like uh, Henley. Shane Lowry in his last 10 events. Again, I'm going to go back to that well. Uh, he's gained strokes in approach, 10 straight events, and he's lost putting in eight of those 10. So if he can figure out how to put the ball, I think Shane Lowry can place – what was he – I think he took 11th last week. He could probably rattle off another top 15, top 10. And Eric Van Ruin, um, he's just been scoring really well the past couple of weeks. It's not, I don't love the play as far as, as far as being a top 10 again, but he does rank seventh overall in par fives from 550 to 600. So if he's going to score on those par fives and he's uh, second in birdie or better Birdie or better's gained in his last two events in this entire field. Listen, Coach White, I don't think you understand whose show this is. And this is the Johnny Danger show. And he is dead to me. We don't talk about EVR around here. Dead to me. Even after he wins or like contends in a world-class field, we just don't talk about him. Yeah, dead to me. Mm -mm. Moving on. I guess we'll talk about that off air. But I'd like to know that story. We're moving on. See, the thing is, Danger loves his joggers. And he's just mad that EVR won't... uh... You know, accept his advances, but I know whatever. It's very irritating. It's very irritating. Uh, also, anyone below fifty in the model is dead to me. See ya, EVR. 
What about uh, what about Johnny Vegas? I know you love him. Seventy-one hundred birdie fest. What do you think, Danger? He looked so good for a minute last week, and he was just done. Baby, Johnny Vegas, number seventeen in the model. Gotta love him, man. I love this range. I love it. I, I there's been a Cameron in play for like four straight tournaments, um, and uh, it, it's Tringali's turn this time. They're all taking turns. This week it's Cameron Tringali. I don't know about you know win equity, but uh, top twelve. I'm gonna go top twelve for Cameron Tringali. Bold call, bold, bold call, call. Adam White, what do you got in the seven K range? Well, the thing I don't like is that my man Harry V, who jumped up from sixty seven hundred last week, he's at seventy four now, and he's been he's been top fifteen every other week and trashed the others. So. I can't go with him again, which is just sound data analysis, if you've ever heard it. Um, <laughs> Sounds like my kind of analysis, my friend. Yeah, yeah. He's he's doing well every other week, and this is not one of those weeks. Um, but the guys that I do like, I love Mav McNeely right down at 7K. Went, out, went after him last week and didn't disappoint. 27th place finish, one of the best fields ever. You know, you can't really complain about that. Um, I also like Shane Lowry at 7,900 bucks. He's been striking the irons very, very well. And no matter what the conditions, the guy just, he, he can continue to persevere and play well. And I like, in a big bounce back, I expect to be very low owned Sergio Garcia at 7,600 bucks. I think, I think something just came up a little bit. So we're just going to. What did? <clears throat> just. Ugh. Oh, I thought you meant. Ugh. No, just ugh. no. You said Sergio's name. It's not good. It's not good. It's not Look, good man, thing. Sergio's had top twenty-six finishes in four of his last five events. He crapped the bed last week, and he's ready to bounce back. So I'm now every week, here. I like to make some kind of a theme team, and Sergio Garcia is captain of one of those themes on a regular basis. We'll talk he about that off air. He honestly played okay. He had a quad on the first hole, and I think he yeah. was the rest of the tournament. Like All he right. just got, you know, screwed himself on hole one. It happens. There's All no right. cut this week. There's no that cut this week. So. I do have him in a lineup or two, but I'm not in my article. And Matt and Al, you both put in your article a couple weeks ago, Kevin Kisner's victory. Any love for him in this field? And the model hates him. Absolutely yeah. hates him. Too long. It's too long. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. It's too, yeah, exactly. You got to play him set maybe 73 and under, 7,200 and under. Fair enough. All right. We're getting a little low on time. We're going to do a couple things at the end of our uh, breakdown here. So we're down into the six K's. We're getting deep dive. We're getting the values. Adam, I'll let that think and face work. We'll get to you last. Matt, what do you have down here in the six K's? Um, I want to play John Rahm, right? And I also want to play Young Hove. So if I'm going to tie up, you know, 20,000 plus in the top two guys, I got to find some gems down here. Do you have any gems for me? Killer Keith and Aaron Wise. Uh, Killer Keith. I like that. Yeah. We like our nicknames around here. Killer Keith is getting, it's getting written down in the book, Adam. It's getting written down in the book. Nickname? I, I don't know. I thought that it's was actually original, but. I don't care. We just like our nicknames around here. We like okay. that. I mean, you saw everyone saw him how he got into the into the top seventy, making three birdies on the on his final three holes. So I'm pretty. I, he's playing with house money. I think he's going to keep on rolling, and he hits it long. So we're we're favoring yeah. long players that are good on the par fives. He checks that box as well. Hits it long, scores birdies, good putter. I mean, he could line up here. He was yeah. He gained a lot of strokes uh, on the weekend. 
34 in the model, not bad for 6,500. And then uh, Aaron Weiss, he was pretty solid, made a lot of birdies last week. I think he finished T21 or something. He's uh, for 6,300. I mean, he could definitely finish in the top half of the field. Um, I think he's in solid form right now. All right. Coach and White, I what do you got? Uh, for, oh, you got one more for me, I had one other one to uh, Sebastian Munoz. He's been solid all year. Um, had him in a few lineups last week, and he was uh, pretty close to contending, but just kept making like a crucial double bogey right when he was getting into it. Rado, Coach White. Yeah, I like uh, Munoz. I always like him for a first round leader bet, too. He <clears> seems <throat> to come out strong in that first round. Uh, Taylor Gooch, two hundred. If I'm going Gooch. wrong, yeah, the Gooch. I can't uh, play him though because Cooch isn't in the field. So I, if I play Gooch, I have to play have, Gooch. Yeah, it's you a written have rule. That lineup, the Cooch and Gooch lineup. That's right. It's a rule. <laughs> um, shots gained approach though. I mean, almost gained six strokes. Five point four for Gooch. I mean, at sixty two hundred, if you're hitting the irons that well, you're firmly in play. Uh, I hate to say it, but Hudson Swafford has like. He had a decent outing last week, and he puts a little bit better on bent. Again, he was he gained over eight strokes off the tee and almost six through approach. So if he can keep that tee to green game going, that's why he took 11th last week, and he might be a form golfer, so he could string together a couple tournaments. And something interesting here, just looking through these stats that we look at um, in the model that I – that I drew up. Now these models are so subjective. We put our, you know, categories in, but then you have to weight the categories. So we could have the same categories and weight things differently and be completely and utterly different. Right. So like, um, Hudson Swafford in my model, 31st in distance in the field, which isn't great middle of the pack, but fifth in par fives, 550 to 600. So he like really digs that range. Yeah, I'm at third, and I have an 11th opportunities gain, which is birdie opportunities from 15 feet in. So, I mean, at 6,000, it's worth a shot. A quick shout out. There seems to be some 20, 30 people live following us right now. If you have questions, tap them in the chat. Come find us. We'll answer them for you. Uh, Adam, all right, man, you have been so strong in these values lately. Why is it Stuart Sink? That is one of the two names I wanted to mention. <laughs> I swear. Wait, did you just know that because it's me, or did you actually yes. think? Okay. Damn it! I thought maybe you saw something in the model and like knew that. Okay. Town? Look, man, he's old. He's trending back in the right direction. You're not gonna want to play him next week because he's too old. But look, he's <laughs> he's, he's moving in the right direction with his ball striking. He finished 21st last week, and. uh yeah, I mean, not that he's like vying for a Ryder Cup spot, legitimately, but I mean, it's his last shot. He he could he could be wanting to show a little veteran presence there, and he's been playing pretty well at six six hundred bucks. The other guy, yeah, I'm I'm very I'm feeling good about Stewie this week. The other guy I like a lot is uh, at the very top of the six K range in Cameron Davis. So you're awesome. agreeing with my Cam take? There's always a Cam in play. That's what you're trying to agree with right now. I don't agree with the always part, but I do like Cam this week, just not Tringali Davis instead. The one question I have for you guys is how in the hell heck did Tom Hoagie finish fourth last week in that field and he's 6K, the stone minimum? How is that possible? Like, why is Hoagie so disrespected? Maybe six, three weeks in a row before that? Yeah, he has three missed cuts and he gained seven strokes on the greens. I don't see that happening again. He had been awful. 
up until last week. But I mean, awful. Like, let's see, one, two, three, four, five. Out of his last like twenty tournaments, he's missed like fourteen cuts. So are you gonna, okay? Not, but are you in on Hoagie? It's not good. Let me play devil's advocate though. If you're playing a guy at the stone minimum, don't you want a guy who could potentially boom to the tune of like a top five? Yeah, but he just did that. I mean, yeah, he's gonna do it again. <laughs> Maybe not a top five. I mean, you know me, man. If I'm going to have a hoagie, it's always on a roll. So, um, yeah, I could play him twice. All right. Well, dating back to 20, <laughs> January of 2020, he did have two back-to-back oh. top six finishes. The last time he did it. So, there's a chance oh. in January. Sony, Sony Open. Happened. He loves the Sony Open. So, you're saying there's a chance. So, Hey, there's a All right. Well, the guys who uh, do betting cards, which is not me, will let you think on maybe uh, maybe your two or three favorite bets. Now, look, it's Tuesday night. It's early. News can still come out. Lots of analysis to look through. But I like to put people on the spot, Matt. And since you're the new guy, you get put on the spot. I want you to pick one guy you feel the best about awesome. in a lineup that you're going to play, not just overall, just in, in the DraftKings lineup, 9K and above. One guy. One guy, 9K and above, that I haven't mentioned? No, that you just feel the best about in a DraftKings lineup. Like, if you were to put, like, one $333 lineup in and you were going to pick one guy, 9K and above, to represent that lineup, pick one. JT. JT. Coach White. Rom. Mr. Rom. Adam. First Kepka. Ooh, I'm going Young Hove to lose in a playoff. <laughs> Bolt call. <laughs> <laughs> to who? Trying not to get greedy. All right, Adam White. Let's go seven. Let's go seventy-five hundred. Seventy-five to eighty-nine. Mm-hmm. Um. Hmm. Put me on the spot here. Let's yes, see I am. We, get. Uh, we will go with. Uh... You know what? I'll go with. I'll go with Sammy Burns. Sam Burns. I am going to take a guy we didn't even talk about. Jason Kokrak, number seven in the model at seventy-eight hundred. Mister Rumek, seventy-five to eighty-nine. Well, I gotta go, Corey Connors. Right? That's. Uh, I put up. A like, I gotta put this bet down, Coco. Me versus Rumac. Right. Yeah, right. I like it. Where's he got a <laughs> top fifteen for me to be right? Yeah, sure. That sounds great. This this magical notebook I've been writing in for four years that Adam's never seen and never been referenced after the show that we write something in it. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go, uh, Coach White. You are up seventy four hundred down to. 6800. Uh, Mav McNeely for me. Mav McNeely. Adam. You Mav stealing mother. Uh, let me <laughs> let me throw let me throw one out there. What was it? To 7400? 74 down to 67. 
Well, he's thinking I didn't get to say my 8K range, and I do oh. think Abe answer shows I'm back sorry. up this week. I'm sorry, I forgot. It's all right. It's, all right. it's good. There's Abe four answer. of us. This is very this is very hard. This is very difficult. I just want it to be known. So when you make a uh, cut from one of us getting a pick right, that's the one you're gonna take. <laughs> it's Abe answer. It's just gonna be screenshot and cropped right here. Don't worry. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm, not here. I'm gonna go back to a guy. He's old. But <laughs> go back to a guy. It's not who you think it is. But the guy has been on fire for a good chunk of the year. Makes a ton of birdies. It's a no cut event. Let's go with Charlie Hoffman. Dang. Ah, you it's know it, man. Week. That's my it's guy. The week. It's the I'm not week. even gonna take another guy because I am right there with you. Charlie Hoffman is my dude in that range. Yes. I'm gonna bet him. I was I was thinking of Hoffman when you first said seven K range. I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with Killer. I I think he has that it factor. Like he, he proved it the way he got into this event. When he won at the Honda, he did it by making a clutch putt at the end. Like he's got he, he rises to the occasion. So I'm going with Keith Mitchell. All right. Love I it. like it. All right. And Matt, finish us off. Uh 60, what would we say? 6,600 oh. and below. Well, I just I just did Keith at 65. No, there you go. Keith, Keith is fine. That's perfect. You, you like Keith. Uh, go back yeah, up yeah. then and give me that guy at the so 70. Back up to 66 to 75. Yep. I'll, I'll go with uh Brian Harmon, I guess. That's the only one I, I had in there. Him or or you can roll with C Woo. C Woo. All right. So Keith Mitchell for his low baller. Man, I got to go with Gooch. Gooch is my low baller. Coach White. If you're stealing Gooch, I think... Uh, you I think can, you can pick the same. You don't I have think, to go with I think away. Mickelson put something together this week. I truly do. All right. Danger, you're back on Gooch? Uh, man, you know, he... The model likes him. The model likes him, man. What do you want I don't to think do? Gooch is even in the field, though. How can you do that, dude? Gooch is at like, 6,200. Uh, Gooch, not Cooch. No, he knows. No, I, just, I normally saying. can't play Gooch unless I play Cooch. It's just a rule. Uh, it's a rule. Uh, got it. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, Adam, before you give us your pick here, that uh, that week, the other week, um, I just missed the uh, 50-50 cash game with Gooch, Cooch, Harmon, Herman, and um, uh, who was it? Webb Simpson and Wyndham Clark because Webb Simpson's daughter is named Name Wyndham. Name is Wyndham. Yeah. At the so Wyndham. Yeah. Was I, was like, I was like – 51st <laughs> you actually wasted money playing that lineup did you you know i did come on who are you talking to who are you talking well, we to give us your one guy the low baller low ball for me i i thought that was low ball no what what did you pick i thought i picked uh charlie hoffman no 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 one more you get lower lower lower, lower. 67 and under lower I mean, if they're gonna throw, if they're gonna throw him down all the way at sixty-four hundred bucks, I mean, Max Homa seems like a good low, a good my low homie, Max yeah. Homa. Come on, I dig it. All right, Rumac, I know you were asking about um, talking about a little betting lines. Do you have a couple of favorite picks? I didn't look at the lines. I didn't do that, but I can. Yeah, no worries. Adam, you have any uh, favorite picks out there that you were looking at? I know we like to do a lot of like top tens, first round leaders. Anything jumping out to you? Nothing super well put together, but just, you know, based on good old instincts and gut feel, as Danger likes to talk about. Mm -hmm. I love JT. I'm guessing he's going to be around probably 15 to 18 to 1. And I love Charlie Hoffman. 
I dig it. To win flat out? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, if Charlie contends, I think he uh, he might just take it home this week. I have already uh, am, am looking right now to get $1 on Jason Kokrak, first-round leader. Good luck. Thank you. Thank you. Coach White, you have any uh, bets you particularly like this week? No, not with pricing coming out late. I haven't done any betting research yet. Fair enough. It's all DFS today. I dig it. All right, Rumac, you pull up anything yeah. you like? Yeah, so, well, the odds I have, anything I'd say it's probably a little better if you get to a certain sports book that I'm not Certainly. using. But Justin Thomas, it says 18 to 1, so I think it's roughly 20 to 1 this week. I, I, I like that, obviously, since he yeah. was my pick. Um, let's see. I wouldn't hate – I mean, anytime you see Rory McIlroy at 24 to 1, which means he's probably 25 or 26, that's just – Good odds for him, and uh, so I wouldn't mind throwing some money there. Uh, Bryson is twenty-two to one. That's pretty good odds for him. He opened at thirty-five. Everybody was betting him, and now he dropped. Yeah. Well, I still would like it. anything over twenty with him. I mean, early in the year, the guy was like eight to one in certain events. Yeah. So, um, I know this is a stronger field, but I, I wouldn't hate him. Um. In the little longer range, I wouldn't mind Neiman here at forty to one. I feel like he's due for for something, and he's a really good par five player. And he is top twenty in the model. If you're interested, I like it. I dig it. All right, man. Well, that is awesome. I would like to thank Matt Rumack. Al White, Adam White, for joining me here and in the cup at drroto.com. If you are already not a subscriber, please get over there. Check it out. We have every sport that is out there. We are killing it with baseball. We have got daily articles, daily podcasts. We've got the optimizer live and ready for your major league baseball lineups. We got Chris Emmerich absolutely beating down the esports world. You've got the four of us picking winners left and right for a month at a time now, my friends. I mean, we're just killing over there. NFL season is absolutely getting riled up. We are ready for it. We've got best ball even with our friends over at Underdog. So make sure you check out our Underdog promo. Sign up with code DOC, D-O-C. You get $25 in bonus when you get your first deposit in. And make sure, of course, sign up with promo code WIN on drroto.com. Get 10% off the uh, preseason discount of NFL season long DFS, all of the goods. My friends, may your balls fly straight. We'll see you uh, perhaps next week. <laughs> Have a good night. Thanks for stopping by the office. Get your fantasy prescription by subscribing to the channel and checking out drrodo.com. And until the next visit, be well and take care.